Welcome to episode four of the Laced Up Show. This is a show all about sneakers and sneaker news. I'm your host, Chase, with my co-host, Landon. And today we have another jam-packed episode for you. So let's just get right into it. Starting off with Snipes is acquiring Jimmy Jazz. And the German retailer, sneaker and streetwear retailer, Snipes, is expanding its pretense into the U.S. with its (laughs) acquiring... The New Jersey-based sneaker chain Jimmy Jazz. So Snipes will increase its store count from just 100 stores to 270 stores. So Landon, you know, does this acquisition either hurt or help sneakerheads? Um, I'd say in the in the small sense, it's going to help because you're going to have sneaker stores is the one place that can't get botted, right? Like unless you say that you say that, but if it turns into raffles or backdoors, online raffles then you can turn into then you can use a bot and you can work on sneaker bots and raffle bots and stuff like that but as far as like as far as like being able to acquire shoes for sneaker heads and not sneaker resellers we're going to cut the two in half because you can be both but if we're talking just about sneaker heads people that want to get shoes for them for retail it's definitely going to help because it's going to be more remote locations that you can get these stores not to mention snipes does okay at bot protection anyways i was going to say I mean, I personally just don't like Snipes and how they do their releases. That little walking man. He I never just, moves. I can't. I he never, never moves, does. But other people get shoes. Yeah. So, like, you know, we're two small drops of water into the ocean. True. Like, but other people are out there, you know, seem to be out there getting the shoes. True. So, I don't like it. I think it's funny. I think it's going to be weird to just see, like, no more Jimmy Jazz stores. Like, they're all going to become Snipes. Like, that's going to be wild. Like Yeah, no, I because I didn't even know what Jimmy Jazz was forever, like, just kind of growing up. The first time I walked into a Jimmy Jazz, it was, like, not even shoes. It was, uh like, all just, like, kind of hype uh, streetwear type stuff. Oh, right. So the first Jimmy Jazz I ever went to was in, like, one of the malls. And I was like, oh, yeah, this has, like, some really cool. They got, like, all this NBA-themed stuff and all the kind of the hype, kind of out there clothing, if you want to call it that. I thought it was cool, but the first one I saw was shoes. I was like, so Jimmy Jazz does kind of carry hype shoes. So it's really just, it doesn't change a ton, I guess, if they're going to add stores. But what is the, uh, what did you say? Like, what is the extra 170 stores you're going to add compared to how many Jimmy Jazzes are you taking away? All of them. Exactly. Right. So So does that really help? Because Jimmy Jazz is already a store that sneakerheads can get their stuff. Right. So So in a small sense, it's honestly probably going to make it worse because you're losing the, I would have to imagine more. I think there's 270 Jimmy Jazz stores in Florida. Like they're everywhere. They're everywhere. There's a bunch of Jimmy Jazz. It's in 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 every mall. I know, but that's, you're talking about snipes. Right. I'm talking about like Jimmy Jazz is already existing. Right. There's probably no. more than this many Jimmy Jazz. There's a hundred right? no, there's 170 stores in the really? United States. Yeah. Oh, okay, so they're just gonna just take over those existing stores already. Right. Okay, so I thought Jimmy you were Jazz away all of them and you were just gonna add some snipe stores. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah. Okay. So basically like the Jimmy Jazz logo I don't ahead know of it. What that changes. It's except it's, for I don't really know what that Well it's changes. kinda like it's kinda like uh Foot Locker acquiring um I think it was Atmos. Foot Action. No. No? Foot Locker, Foot Locker acquired Atmos like a few months ago. Right. So it's the same thing. So they're just doing that. Well, but, yeah, just the way your question's for, I don't think it's going to help or hurt sneakerheads necessarily as long as you still have in-store options because whenever things turn to online, you automatically get bots involved. So, you know, that, that side of the spectrum would probably hurt sneakerheads. But Yeah, hopefully they don't close many stores from, you know, keep that in-store presence. Yeah, but, that, <clears throat> that's what I wonder. I don't know if they'll... 
if they'll look to do I mean that's what like that's that. what the article said it looks like you're just basically renaming and just acquiring the brand but moving on Landon what do we got next all right so this is actually a really tough one so uh, Virgil Abloh kind of tragically passes away and you know what does this mean for the off-white brand so the passing of designer Virgil Abloh sends shockwaves across the sneakerhead and across the like sneaker and streetwear communities you know though he'd been privately battling a rare form of cancer since 2019 the last two years leading up to Virgil Abloh's death were just some of the most ambitious years of his career with the designer serving as the artistic director of Louis Vuitton's menwear line and you know releasing several several real new off-white and nike projects so you know first off rest in peace to virgil abloh yeah. and just thoughts and prayers with his family right now i know that that news was just like oh it was shocking no to one expected it because like it like the article says it was pretty private battle of cancer it wasn't yeah. really you know on the front lines and stuff like that but you know the bulk of this article kind of talks about how this affects the market because obviously we work with sneakers and stuff like that it's the part of the article that you don't really want to focus on as much but it's there so we're going to talk about it so you know this honestly this uh i was looking at this event and it kind of reminds me event that's not the right way to put it but like this uh passing and it kind of reminds me of kobe bryant you know years back and kind of how that affected shoes on the aftermarket i know that uh at that time i like i have a bunch of basketball shoes and i had like two or three pairs of kobe's that i was just like getting rid of because i already had you know some other ones so i was just selling some used kobe's and like that that happened the helicopter crash happened and i remember i was like so sad and i was just like kind of reading into it and then all of a sudden like bang 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 all oh, three of my yeah. Kobe sold it yeah. sold it sold it sold and i'm like dang that was weird it, like it was like literally immediate though like i had three pairs on ebay that had been up for probably months a probably. month or two yeah. a month or two and then that day they sold 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 so like you know similar to that i all the off-white prices have like they've just skyrocketed, which, you know, the future of the brand is pretty uncertain right now. So, you know, it was reported that off-white Jordan ones that were going for $5,000, like, you know, the uh, Chicago, the UNCs and stuff like that immediately doubled upon the news, like going for $10,000 now. So like, I mean, what are your thoughts just on this whole thing first? I'll let you talk on it. I mean, tragically, I mean, it was, I was shocked. I, when I heard that I texted Landon, I was like, yo man, like you're off whites, like, you did. Virgil you passed. You yeah, I was like, "Holy cow! Like this is insane." And you know, as as much as I predicted, like this is gonna happen. I mean, it's just how the markets work with anything. I mean, even you know, baseball players, or you know, that's what I kind of grew up on. Is you know, once a baseball player, they're off. You know, they're anything that they signed is isn't too valuable. But as soon as they pass away, it definitely just jumps in market. There's only a finite right. So now, players. now it's set in stone. Um, I know that, you know, it's not the end all be all for off white, you know, Jordan collabs or Nike collabs. I know he's got a few more coming out. He's got the Louis Vuitton Air Forces that are coming out. Those are already out. So at least there's some other releases that are coming out still. But I'm kind of curious to see if Nike and all these other brands that have collaborated with Virgil, either they're going to continue on with the off white collabs or are they going to cancel it like they did with Kobe? Now, I know it was a little different with Kobe because Kobe's wife kind of really set the deal and set it in stone and uh, really it halted that like partnership. There was foul play going on there. Right. Too. Like, uh, like at least yeah. some sort of breach of communication. So like they weren't on the same page. So but. I'm not too sure how it's going to work this way. Well, I want to ask but. you this. 
So, you know, some people were actually hoping that, like, you know, the aftermarkets like GOAT and StockX were hoping that they would take the uh, off-white stuff down. Like, you know, kind of pause sales right. for a certain period of right. time so people aren't, you know, just going crazy over it. I know that uh, StockX did tweet out, like, a tribute kind of saying that they planned on, like, making a donation to, like, Virgil's, like, scholarship fund, which is really, you know, cool, of course. Mm -hmm. But, you know, none of the products have been taken down yet. There hasn't really been a statement saying that's, that's what's going to happen. I think in the article it talks a little bit like, you know, StockX, the uh, the owner did come out and talk about, you know, the ramifications of this. Like, obviously, whenever passings like this happen, it is going to affect the market. Right. Like, it's just the way that it is. It's right. the way that it is with everything. But there hasn't really been – I think – half the, i mean it's like split like half the world's gonna be like this is stupid now all the prices are gonna go up i already couldn't afford them anyways right. and then you're gonna have the people that are you know in possession of the shoes like hey this is just business business is business and it's strictly financial that's right. the way some people look at it well but. i mean i personally i don't think any marketplaces should pull any stock at, or not stock x but any off-white collabs you know, if it's a true open marketplace, the marketplace should always be open. This kind of reminds me if like, you know, when the whole AMC stocks were happening and people were just blowing that stock up and then like Robinhood like stopped the stock. Oh, yeah. Like people were so mad at that because like I get it like kind of, but also like it's their risk. They put their money in. So if these guys want to buy the shoe at $10,000, like let them buy it at $10,000. Like well, that's, a, that's the part of it, too, is like. You know, say you pull everything, so now right. you can't access off white stuff right. anymore. What if you're like someone who I, I like? I love off white. Off white's probably my favorite collab, but oh, I still wouldn't sure. say I'm in love with Virgil or anything like that. Like I was, I was in love with what he created. But there's gonna be those people out there, like designers and stuff, that like, oh, I look up to Virgil and all this different stuff. Like I, I'll pay, I'd pay that money for his shoe, but now I can't do it because they're pulling the stuff. Yeah, so I don't like, know. It's, I feel like you have to keep it available no matter yeah. how crazy the prices are, because with inflation and stuff like that, anyways, I feel like generally the prices have come down from where they would have been two, three years ago. Oh, for like, sure. Like shoes were just selling for, sure. for more back. Yeah, then. no, off whites. I mean, we've seen it. We've personally seen off whites just you know lose hundreds and hundreds of dollars after release date it's like what like what are we doing and then but you but they did talk about how the market like it was every model they said the off-white yeah. twos that just released they were going for 750 oh yeah passes they're going for 1300 yeah no that's 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 like 800 600 dollars. right difference. i mean i mean it makes sense i mean i don't i don't have anything against that if people want to buy it, they can. I'm just glad that they have the opportunity to. I don't want anyone to make the decision for me if I don't like if I wanted to buy it and someone takes it away. But you know, it it is truly sad that we lost such a such a great designer and shoes, and he really did change the game yeah, personally. Great person too, I from, from everything that you read, it right? Just, everyone loves. Yes, him. I mean it's it's crazy that he's just already gone like that quick. I would have never expected this news to break this early, it's just like out of nowhere. But you know, he was getting the best treatment. It's just something that he couldn't fight. I had to, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Like it just really shows. Like you never know. Like when when's your last day? But that's when you wake up. That's but, when you uh, wake up and work hard. But yeah, but moving on, let's go on to something a little bit brighter. eBay is buying SneakerCon. That's right. eBay has bought out the sneaker authentication service, SneakerCon. So back in 20, October 2020, eBay partnered with SneakerCon, and it allowed eBay to launch their own authentic, authentic, <laughs> their authentic, 
authentication service. My lord, it's early day for us, but so for the users. So now, if you guys don't know, eBay is selling those sneakers, and if you do buy a sneaker for over hundred dollars, they will authenticate it for you guys. But fast forward to now, eBay has officially purchased the sneaker cons authentication service. So since their partnership, over 1.5 million sneakers have been authenticated through eBay and 1.9 million sneakers are still available on their platform daily. So eBay's representative, John Sweetman, Sweetnam, says that the, the response to our authentication offering has been overwhelming and this acquisition has allowed us to continue to transform eBay to bring a higher level of trust and confidence to every transaction. So this is great news for everyone, but Landon, you know, what are your thoughts on this move from eBay as well out of the big three marketplaces? You got eBay, Goat, and StockX. Who would you trust the most with your money to make sure that it's authentic? First off, I mean, it doesn't matter who you talk to. Someone's going to say that fakes get through right, no matter right, where they go. Like, right. oh, I sent in fakes to StockX. You know, they got passed. Man. Sorry, I got a sore throat today, guys. But uh, so people, so it's with everything. Sometimes some part of it's going to depend on who you talk to. But I will give you credit here. You kind of called this saying, I think it was like a year or two ago, whenever eBay started to do their... Uh, through no fees you're like ebay's just trying to crush other marketplaces yeah and it seems like there's just another move to do that like yeah they have so they're, they're literally outsourcing almost or outsourcing by purchasing so now it's not even outsourcing because it's within the yeah now place. they integrated yeah, it yeah but they just integrated it yep. and now they're just like there's they're just all the limits all the things because remember there was a period of time where we were selling all these shoes on ebay and we weren't getting the money until like a month and a half later like yep. it was a month and a half yep. later, the authentic we called the people and they're like, "Hey, the authentication's just backed up. Like it's backed up so far," and because we we were selling a bunch of shoes at that time, and then you forget that there's other people out there doing the same thing. So yeah. it's all coming. I think they didn't have as many distribution centers. I think maybe at that point they just had one. Maybe they did have two, but I know you just mainly know. like New York and Vegas is where we were, kind of sending our shoes to. But doing this, I'm imagining, is just going to allow them to authenticate shoes quicker faster have exactly. more people that all kind of kind of work on that thing so ebay is just like ebay is just off the charts right now because it's someone for someone who resells shoes they're doing so a lot so of the much. time a lot of the time you can't sell on goat and stock x after a release like you have to you'd have to pre-sell but you can't even pre-sell on there on ebay you at least have the option to say like hey this is a pre-sale we'll right. ship on this day right. shoes are coming here and when and all this stuff like goat and stock x it's like you got two days we're canceling your order so it's like it's a really powerful move, though. But, you know, what do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great move from eBay. I mean, they were doing that partnership. It's kind of, like I said, I kind of saw this happening where eBay's a big giant and they're really spearheading this whole sneaker, the sneaker scene. And and I I think good things are going to come. I mean, we did have a little issue with the, the payments coming in slowly from eBay. But then also, like, I mean, we called them and super great uh, customer service. And they also said like, they hey, they are working on things to speed it up. And then next thing you know, I think that that month, like that later month, it's now everything's going smoothly and everything's great. So, but really, I really wanted to ask you is, you know, out of, out of the three, who would you trust more to make sure that it's authentic? That's tough. I feel like, I feel like uh, it depends on how much research and stuff that you've done. Because after hearing about this eBay purchasing like legit like SneakerCon, like people sneakerheads know SneakerCon, but sneakerheads know Goat and StockX more than eBay. I feel like because it's 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 highly focused shoes, right? Yeah. Whenever you talk about eBay, we're talking about golf clubs, we're talking about clothes, True. 
talking about this stuff. StockX dabbles in the, clo in the uh, clothes a little bit, kind of the accessories a little bit, PlayStations, different stuff like that, but still mainly focused shoes. I think that you could agree. Like, I think they do playing cards and stuff like that now yeah. too, maybe, but all, all brand new, all dead stock. True. Goat, you can, you can get used, you can get defect, no box, new, but all shoes. No really clothes, no a little, a little bit, clothes, bit. No like accessories, really. Obviously, no PlayStations, none of that stuff. So they kind of stay in their lane. But eBay has this open realm of new, used, defects, pre-owned, yeah, damn, just clothes, shirts, yeah, shoes. They're massive cars. Yeah, they've so much other than just like sneakers. it's ridiculous. So I mean, they have the power to just really take this under control. The real question is, when do they uh, take away the $100 fees? I know we've been waiting on that forever. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm ready for it. It's going to happen. I don't know exactly when. I'm assuming if I'm I was... I'm not ready for it. If I'm I was, not ready for it. I know, because it hurts everyone. Because as soon as they take that $100 away fee, I mean, all the prices are going to go up. I mean... That's what you would hope. That's no, it's, it's going to it's gonna it happen. Have to happen. If you're going to buy, buy now on eBay. Because if once that $100 fee goes up, you're... Every Everyone's going to pay at least 10, 10 to 15% more than they did when it was there. But I mean, if I was an eBay executive, you know, just from a business standpoint, since I'm like business minded, I think they would only take that away once they've gained enough market share out of the big three. So right now, I think still, I think StockX and Goad are probably, I don't know, probably a little bit more than eBay. I say eBay is probably a still a little behind i mean they're gaining a lot of speed Fast. but once once ebay actually gains the market share in it they'll definitely t they'll take that away i don't i don't know when though but i'm not ready for it yeah, but i don't know the way this place right now though i mean e e ebay's doing good stuff yeah for sure for sure but moving on Lennon, what we got next all right yeah so our next story is adidas is re-releasing the d rose 1.5 from his mvp season so the trajectory the trajectory of derrick rose's career kind of changed permanently on the night of april 28 2012 when the bulls guard star guard tore his acl derrick rose will undoubtedly be you know one of the among one of the biggest what if stories in sports history but the often injured guard has found a new purpose in the nba uh, but not as a perennial MVP candidate. Rose has kind of emerged as a pivotal floor general and a mentor mentor to younger backcourt players. So with the lifetime deal in operation, Adidas has continued to kind of release Derrick Rose's footwear. And now it's about the time for the first retro life cycle for, to begin. So 10 years ago, uh, during Rose's MVP season, Adidas released the D-Rose 1 and the D-Rose 1.5. And now retailers have them scheduled to re-release in this December. So we did talk a little bit about like Nike kind of getting into the yeah. retro game, yeah, yeah, with the yeah. LeBrons and stuff like that for that shoe line. So, you know, what do you think about Adidas kind of doing the same thing with this D Rose shoe line? Uh, well, first I didn't know that, I guess. D so it is true that D Rose and Adidas have a lifetime deal. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. They, so they, they, uh, kind of stopped putting out some of his stuff for a while because he was out of the league right battling with injuries. right you can't really... right hard to sell shoes when he's not playing exactly so i mean then he kind of made a big resurgence like with the timberwolves a few years back now they just obviously released that d rose son of chai right pretty and good now they're going all the way back to his mvp season and kind of retroing that stuff so i mean really intriguing i think i mean so uh i'm gonna give my two thoughts on it you know, looking at the shoe, this 1.5, it looks decent. It looks not bad. I mean, I don't know. I, I this didn't. Was years ago. You got to think. This is like a, just a different type of fashion, I feel like. from Like you go back to LeBron's first shoe, right? Right. right. And you go back to, right. you know, KD's first shoe. You have to keep that in mind. So 
so I wonder if they're trying to market this as a performance or are they trying to perform like do something kind of closer to Jordan where it's more casual because to me this 1.5 still looks like a performance based shoe like someone's still going to play in it and it's just a kind of a repeat of a design trying to just like freshen it up like it's not they're not converting it into a casual footwear style um, I wouldn't really say that's what his line is right so so I'm just kind of curious where this kind of fits in to Adidas and D Rose's agenda. Are they just kind of doing it because LeBron and Nike are doing it? But like also like if that's the case, I don't think Adidas and D Rose is equivalent to Nike and LeBron and how they're gonna sell their footwear. I think there's a few factors you have to consider. One is Derek Rose was like he I guess the article talks a little bit too about how he's kinda been a you know, a really public figure and stuff like that as someone who's gone through all this like I think it was more so than just injuries right I think there was like depression involved there was all this different type right. of stuff like so he uh, kind of stayed in the public eye kind of fought the good fight and got through it to the other side now he's on the New York Knicks the almost the capital of the world as far as like media and stuff like that being in New York right so you obviously have that spectacle yeah, I think there's a whole bunch of things to factor into it. The New York Knicks just went to the playoffs in forever mm-hmm. and made a made an actual like decent run. You know, they looked like a quality team again. So I wonder if Adidas is kind of playing into that hype right now. Like you know, D Rose has fine has a right. has Are they a, trying to build him back? Expiration date on his on his years in the year right on his years in the league. I mean, so I mean, and of course it's a retro. So what they're doing is they're taking the same basic model and they're True. putting in the updated stuff. Right, right. They've come up with new stuff since then. I haven't really looked at what is um what's in it been put into this shoe yet but this is huge for me because you know i was a huge d rose fan growing up he was my favorite player he was my backdrop and different stuff like this mm-hmm. i even played in the d rose too whenever i was a sophomore so in high school whenever i played sophomore basketball i was playing in the d rose too because you know i idolized him whenever he went to memphis and was hitting game winners and then he went to the bulls won the mvp his rookie year so i was a huge fan of that team so i just think that i don't want to say it's a money grab but it's one of those things where it's like Everything is like the stars align somehow. Like Adidas puts this life. You have to you have to think about this, you know, objectively is like Adidas signs him to this lifetime deal. Right. Because he's the youngest MVP. He's just literally taking LeBron to task as a rookie. This right, the sky's the limit. Right. Injury, and then, injury, yeah. injury, injury. And now you're just like, you know, you haven't probably gotten the most out of this deal as you could have gotten in your head. So maybe they're just kind of trying to make up for lost ground. Or yeah, something. I, yeah, exactly. Like that's what I'm thinking into. Like he is getting older. Like once he retires, he's not going to be a LeBron retro where people are still going to remember him. I, I don't think, think his line will continue. No. Right. So like, uh, yeah, I think you know, I, th- I think Adidas is like, hey, look, all right, D Rose is kind of getting up to the age where you know he's probably thinking about retirement. You know, it takes probably like two two years, maybe one and a half years to actually make the shoe. So you, they're like, all right, let's just put some put some uh, effort into D Rose. What he's got left, I'm sure he's gonna go out and have a great uh, you know rest of his career. But let's see if we can maximize when we still have him as a player. So yeah, and he, it does talk about how he kind of I did mention in the intro like how he kind of transitioned into a different type of player, like, right? Because he used to. I can't right. remember. He's like oh, a mentor. My shoe review. I did a shoe review on yeah. the son of Chai, and I was talking about how like he was a high flyer, was dunking on people, doing all this stuff, super yeah. explosive, and now he's like, you know, a leader, and he's a three-point shooter. Right. He can't, he just More of a floaters, locker like, room. Just kind of yeah. revamped his game. So I just wonder, like, you know, how many years he'll have left and just how much they'll be able to get out of the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't mind 
him coming out with this kind of retro. I just hope they're not marketing it something like this huge deal like D Rose is going to be having retros from here on out. Like it's just like we're kind of giving back to like the good times at D Rose and just kind of remembering that as like his kind of career almost comes to an end. But right. But you know, moving on. Yeah, let's. I'm, I was just peeking down, and I saw this. I'm. I'm you like you like this. Go ahead, go ahead. You like this. Let's do it. All right. So moving on, we got Fortnite is releasing the Jordan 11 Cool Gray sneakers and skins. So just last week, we were just talking about Roblox and Nike Land, and now Jordan Brand, which is also Nike, is reuniting with Fortnite to commemorate the long-awaited the Jordan 11 Cool Grays. So Jordan Brand and Fortnite have launched new outfits, cosmetics within the game, as well as an interactive experience, cues in the game with this creative mode called the Jumpman Zone. And the Fortnite features all these new skins with different types of characters decked out and of course Jordan apparel and then also rocking those new cool grays. So, you know, as this, you know, metaverse becomes a new forefront for retailers and brands are just using these kind of digital products to encourage real world sales. But Landon, what do you think about, you know, is this a good way to kind of build up hype? Are you a fan of, you know, we, actually, since you play Fortnite, like, are you thinking about buying this skin? Have you bought it already? I'm broke, but <laughs> I did. I will say I did see this. I mean, I I can't believe I didn't even think to do an, an article about this because I was just playing the other day with one of my uh, friends from back home, and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Go look at the item shop." I go look at the item shop. <clears throat> you got this cool gray eleven backpack. They got like a like a dunking on someone emote. Yeah. You got like a whole Jordan jumpsuit for yeah, yeah. both men and women's characters. So it's like. Really cool. I think that this. I, I like the Fort, outfits. Anyone who anyone who teams with Fortnite right now is the smartest person in the room. Like that's that's just the best thing you can do. Like I went to go see a movie, Free Guy, just because I saw the advertisement in Fortnite, and it's like, oh, Ryan oh, for Reynolds. real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I think you invited me to go, but I was like, that's oh, what's so this crazy. Movie? Oh, free, oh, we're going to see Free Guy, and I'm like, oh, I just saw something about that in the game the other day. Yeah, wow. It's got Ryan Reynolds in it. Yeah, because I saw it in the game. I'm like, yeah, I'll go watch that. Anyone who capitalized Travis Scott going with Fortnite, True. that's gonna get a ton of a ton of hype. Yeah. I mean, I just think Marshmallow too. Marshmallow has done his stuff with Fortnite. Yeah, I just yeah. think if you really want to get a wider base, there's so many people playing Fortnite out there right now. So it's just just incredibly smart. Just strike while the iron is hot. I don't know how Fortnite has remained this hype ish for this long. I mean, I they've been changing it. Up. Be in and right. out. I thought it was gonna be pretty in and yeah. out, but it's been the, a new season drops. Not I was playing last night, so a new season <laughs> drops tomorrow. Just so you guys know. But uh, uh, this is really cool. I I love this idea because wh uh, who is it that I can give the most recent example? Space Jam had LeBron had a LeBron character yeah. with the uh, Space Jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like LeBron. I I bought the skin. <laughs> I bought the skin for fi for fifteen hundred V bucks. I don't like LeBron, but I'm like a Space Jam jersey with LeBron in the thing. That's super cool. Yeah. I got a friend of mine who's a LeBron hater, hates me for it. But literally, I'm just like, this is such a cool concept. I'll buy all that stuff. Like back whenever they were doing basketball, like dribbling emotes. I'm like, I played basketball. I like this. This is cool. So definitely a really cool concept, though. But I oh, mean, I got to stop talking. What do you think about it? So just to follow up with that, you know, do you think uh, that's a way to build up hype for actual physical sales like now like you bought the character and you see the cool grays now you actually see the cool grays coming out are you more interested to buy the cool gray you think it's one or the other it's, it's at the very least there's no loss because you right. either you either i'm like oh now i really want to buy it after seeing it or i didn't know that 
she was coming out soon, maybe I'll buy it. True. It looks pretty cool. Like, so, I think, at least I think, it's attention yeah, on it. <clears throat> like it's going to grab your attention and stuff like that because I don't check the item item shop all that often, but like whenever whenever I see something in there that I really like, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know how the partnership works, but I have to imagine there's some type of deal for Jordan and Fortnite yeah. involved along the lines of like Right. I don't know if they get a percentage of the of, of sales, the sales. Of the actual like Jordan yeah. brand quality or is it or all done like in the license. Before? Yeah, I and don't like, know. It's, it's like an agreement. Not That's sure. what I wonder because you know either way they're going to be making money off oh, of it. Yeah, I think sure. it's a really I think it's a really smart idea. They've been doing that for a while now like they do uh football themed stuff whenever yeah. whenever the yeah nfl football, they do and stuff yeah stuff during the uh, yeah. mlb world series no and stuff, so. yeah at least definitely i first Fortnite, they have definitely figured out a way to stay relevant they did. yeah they did and they do it over and over again and it's it's cool to see that brands are recognizing it you know i'm kind of wishing like puma or like some other footwear brands kind of like start noticing like hey nike's kind of wiping the floor Nike with us right now no, like yeezys can you imagine like, yeezys in the yeezys game yeezys would I'm be crazy right i'm buying those so, yeezys i don't not know that it even matters because even though it is like a third person game where you can see your character the whole time really the only thing that matters to me the backpack you see the backpack a lot so having a backpack is smart the whole outfit and skin yeah. or whatever is smart yeah shoes kind of tough to tell kind of tough to tell because right. just running around the whole time and different stuff like that but you know the shoe backpack really smart yeah pickaxes and different stuff a little jordan pickaxe or something like that yeah jordan little jumpman pickaxe yeah a end. little keychain or something, know, something on along this. those lines. but it's just the advertising for fortnite fortnite is that's honestly probably what they did to stay relevant because there's been so much i know i've complained about it about them not like changing up the game yeah enough, yeah or not like bringing old stuff back and i mean we me and my friends have conversations about it all the time we used to talk about it when yep. we played so it's like i think they found a way where it's like we don't really have to do that much like in the very beginning i think they were changing stuff up quicker i think it was a lot quicker i don't know it's, i it can't remember like it, it seemed like they were changing stuff up quicker and we're like wow man fortnite like every couple of weeks is something new something new and then i feel like it slowed down but they found a way like hey if we just throw in a valentine's theme right. skin or we just like throw some in collabs uh, almost uh, ncaa football right. theme skin or like just something random like that they found ways to kind of yeah i'm waiting for like i think i think yeezy and puma need to get into it i think a really crazy collab would be like supreme in fortnite <laughs> I think people would go crazy over box that. Tea. A little box, box tea. tea. People would be going nuts for that. That'd be but, interesting. But Landon, sure. moving on, what do we got next? All right. So Nike is reportedly limiting online Air Force One sales. So the Air Force One was the company's best-selling sneaker of 2020, and it held on to that distinction mid at the midway point for this year in 2021. But screenshots shared by a Twitter user kind of indicate that Nike is now limiting the amount of Air Force Ones that can be purchased by a single customer. So one order actually, uh, one update reportedly sent to a customer kind of notes further that orders of the Air Force One cannot be processed because they've exceeded the quantity limit on Nike.com orders so another customer was direct was directed to visit a local nike store or another authorized retailer to purchase more air force ones and neither email actually cited a reason for limiting the quantities so you know there's a few different theories on why nike might be doing this you know the first one's going to be to limit shoe customizers right because shoe customizers you know buy out all the triple white air yeah. force one stock yeah. so they can do their customizations but the thing is uh, it's not just all white. Like they're limiting Air Force Air Force One 
black, Air Force oh, One, interesting. Pink, Air Force One, different colors. So you think blank canvas. So that's not really the reason why, you know, the other reason is that uh, they said like maybe due to late shipments, you know, because we've been hearing a lot of circulation about yeah. that with Nike about, you know, we're canceling this release because shoes aren't in. We can't, we're doing this. But, you know, and then of course, you know, there's going to be the obvious like resell chatter, like you buy enough uh, Air Force Ones. But the thing is, it's like really slim margins on that. We know that. So the only way that you'd really be able to make any decent profit is like if you're getting them discounted. So, you know, what do you think about this move from Nike if they really are limiting these Air Force Ones like it seems to be? Yeah. I mean, the, the motive that I'm feeling from reading this article is that it's more late shipments kind of cancellations i don't think it's anything limiting to the limiting the shoe customizers you know specifically or it's just like kind of holding off on the resale kind of like holding on resellers you've seen photos of people with Oh, hundreds. Yeah. Air Force One right. triple whites. Right. You go into stores. I remember whenever I was like going to malls more often, you go into stores like, hey, you got any uh, all white Air Force One? Sorry, we're sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely the game has changed with those those Air Forces for sure. I think what happened, what kind of gave it the craze for resellers to kind of jump in and on Air Forces was that, you know, TikTok was coming. All these influencers were rocking white Air Forces. And so I know. Hear me out. I think TikTok influenced the white Air Force demand. The resellers noticed that and bought up all of it. That's why we are seeing a little bit of a margin for these resellers, which is okay. Very slim, but some people live in that. Hey, I we, mean, if they can do it, I mean, congrats to them. But then also, I think on top of that, with that crazy demand happening with TikTok and just white Air Forces, and of course, you know, people needed to customize shoes. There's also late shipments happening because so you think it's more of a combination of the three almost is what you sound like. I you're think it's towards yeah. I think like it's you, high demand. There's a there's more high demand on these white Air Forces than probably ever before, at least in 2021. It's and and the <clears throat> short limits of the supply. I mean, we already know. I even brought that up. I was going to do an article on it, but Nike already released to other retailers. There's been leaks about emails coming out where, hey, if you didn't get your orders in for summer 2022, fall 2022, like no more orders, like we're out. Like that's the the supply has just been crushed. I mean, we saw like way back when, when COVID hit their Vietnam suppliers, you know, their manufacturers. So I feel like probably that would make sense. Like when COVID hit around that time, they were probably manufacturing 2022 footwear. So I think it's just a combination of everything. Nike's like, hey, we're going to sell out of Air Forces. You don't want to commit to one of these three options. No, I for sure think it's late shipments. I I don't think Nike would care about selling crazy amounts of shoes to anyone. Because I don't know how they – it's your best-selling shoe from 2020 – and your best-selling shoe midway through 2021, and it's been out forever. Yeah. So it's like, why don't you just keep pumping these things? Why do you not have somewhere that's like, you only make off, you only make Air Force Ones forever. Right. Like you are an Air Force One distribution. Yeah. That's all you are. No. Just keep making them because they'll never sell out. Definitely the late shipments. But you beat your off-white Air, you beat. I gotta stop saying off-white. You beat your Air Force Ones into the ground. You buy another pair. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Like it's one of those shoes where it's like. Other shoes, it's a like classic. I want this color, yeah. I want that color. It's like triple white Air Force One. Yeah, no, I it's if I, if you force me into it, it's definitely the late late shipments that are causing this this limitation. I on do. Them. I want you to pick one. That's yeah. what you're choosing. Yeah, it's late shipments. Part of me wants to think it's resellers. No, no, it's not resellers. I, the, I saw one flex anything, pick and I chose. 
<laughs> I committed to that one. I think that's what I it is. So. It's not us. I don't I think, think so. Someone. That wouldn't make any sense. But it would make some no. sense. No, no, no. But moving on, we got an interesting article for you guys. So Puma is pouncing back into the basketball scene with the mellow ones. I thought you would like that pun. But Puma is debuting their newest basketball shoe, the Mellow Ones. Puma's bas- Puma basketball is putting itself back on the map by producing what some fans are calling the best one shoe after Michael Jordan's Air Jordan 1. So the Mellow Ones are set to release sometime in December, so any minute now. So now I was reading more into this article, and it was kind of a little clickbaity because it was actually more of a dig to Mellow Ones. So they were just kind of saying that it's not even a close top 10. So Landon, you know, what are your thoughts on these Mellow Ones and also Puma's like basketball future? Close to the Jordan Ones. That's Man, what it says. That's that I I can show you the screenshot. I see. No, no, I'm just kidding. There's definitely some lies there, but this is a cool design. I will say they, they, they did some cool things to this design that make it look unique. Like I say, every single shoe of you will definitely review these sometime this month if they do drop. Yeah. So I'm pumped for that. But uh, like I say, like with every new shoe line, Trey Young just had his uh, – I don't even know where those shoes are at. But Trey Young just had his shoe line come out. So I was like reviewing those, checking it out. And the first shoe from every shoe line is always my favorite because like what are you going to get? Right. Like, it's, it's like the whole, standard. It's a whole new thing. But like even then, even as it being a standard, it always it always makes a huge like kind of a harsh switch from the one to the two. So like the the one and the two are always my favorite shoes because they're almost never alike. It's like we're gonna try something out like this, and then we're gonna try something this way, and then whatever one feels like a better kind of a structure to build off of, we'll go that route. Right. So it's either the one and the three are kind of similar, or the two and the three are kind of similar in my kind of in my mind. So they kind of try out a few things kind of to figure out what you like, but. Just for the design for these, I do like the, uh, it's kind of like a spider web is what it looks like whenever you, uh, like kind of coming out from the top of the design. And then you got some like uh, crisscrossing patterns on the midsole. So it's definitely a pretty unique look. Kind of looks like a, like like a, a mid. mid. Yeah, yeah, it's not quite a high, but no. it's definitely not a low. And I'm not, I'm not super surprised by that. But hey, Puma has a signature line. Is this the first one ever? It's been a while. It's probably been a while. Be. I don't know what the other one would I'm be. I'm sure they've had one in the past. First but... one in my lifetime that I can think of. Yeah. So it's like, this is this is pretty exciting for them. I knew that they were going to do something. I didn't know who they were going to hit on because a few years ago, they uh, they went to town. Signed DeMarcus Cousins, Marvin Bagley, Michael Porter, just Danny Green, to all these different guys. I'm like, okay, which one of you is going to get a signature shoe? One of you guys are getting a signature shoe. Same thing with Jordan whenever they signed zion luca and jason tatum i'm like look at these which one of you three are getting a signature shoe because it's one of you for sure yeah probably all three of you but zion obviously was the first one to get one puma we're seeing it happen with Lamelo ball so i'm pretty what do you think about this design do you like it uh you know it's you it's can't focus on this orangish colorway. I think right. you could have grabbed a different, a better picture for us. No, this is the so this is what they're releasing. This is the first one. This is the first one. It's Very like, vibrant. You realize he plays on a blue team, right? Does, does Puma know that? He well, I wonder if it's a stab at like kind of like a red October no, kind of not. deal. That's a, stop. We're <laughs> but, gonna cut that take off immediately. But keep on talking. But I don't know. I mean, I. I'm interested in it for sure. It's kind of interesting how they did a mid because I think all the Puma shoes that we've done currently have been lows. So it's kind of interesting the why they went. Nitro, yeah, the Puma yeah, they've all been lows. So it's interesting why they went with a mid. I'm curious. I bet you it's got great traction because it seems like almost all the Pumas that we've gotten have great traction yeah, so the far. Fusion Nitro has had really good traction. It's just the upper was right, like rubber. 
Yeah, and the upper does look same thing with the client, I guess. Yeah, Zapuma's had some pretty good. It's not bad. It should be interesting. I did not see a price on it yet, but uh, I can't. It can't be too much. But no, it'll probably be. I know the fusion nitros that we did were like one thirty. Oh, I thought they were one sixty. Mm, one thirty. So I'm imagining okay. that's what they'll probably try and keep this around. Just the first think, shoe. I think it's gonna go up. This gonna be higher. Than yeah, that? I think it's gonna be like one fifty. He just came out of nowhere and threw the threw the Trey Youngs in for one forty after like True. John and Dame were doing yeah. one ten and stuff like that. So well, I thought that was surprising. Trey Young was a little different though. I mean, they did include a lot of like crazy like perform. You know, not performance like, like suede on I the mean, upper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's suede. I mean, you also included boost. Boost is like super expensive to manufacture. They only in the heel though. They only right. Well, boost I bet. I mean, if they did the entire thing, it'd probably be a hundred and eighty, hundred ninety dollar shoe. I don't know. They do it. They do it for Hardened shoe line, and he right. But those are, like are way one, up. No, they're they were one fifty. Uh, no, think they so. are. No, they are they were. sure? Yeah, but. I don't know. High. Moving on to these mellow ones, I mean, it's okay. I don't know why they did it this solid red colorway first. That's a weird release. Normally, because it's pretty standard to go black and white. Right. I don't even know what these would look like, black and white. What parts would be black and what parts would be white? Like, the, to me, this design, like, almost mixes together between the upper and the midsole. Yeah, like, it's a, you it's a lot going on for going sure. Around. Like, what parts on that shoe would you make white? Yeah. And what parts would you make black to make it, like, your basic standard? Yeah, I don't know. Like, KD, I don't know. First color. why they went with red i think red was it's because i've seen them wear this colorway i've seen them wear a black and a blue which would have made a lot more sense to release first i don't but know you go to puma and puma slash mellow or whatever it is and it's it's red mellow is so out there you've seen this guy you've seen what he wears he's like a he's like a young russell westbrook just in the way he kind of captures the attention from like yeah. just like the media and the just like the way he talks the way he plays just he's he's very He's a very out there uh, type of personality, so I guess I'm not super surprised by the color scheme, even though like maybe I I definitely wouldn't get this colorway personally, but uh, it's a cool look. It's definitely yeah. I think the design's gonna. Good. I think it's Great. exciting. It's I think I think Puma has a pretty good future ahead of them, especially in the basketball scene. I mean, they have been putting out some ridiculously like sticky shoes. They just got to figure out their uppers. I think their uppers are just kind of messed up that right now. And the Puma Clyde All Pro is one of my favorite shoes ever. Yeah, Puma Clyde All Pro is like super nice for like the price that it is. Yeah, like it's a really good budget shoe. But, but yeah, I don't know. I, it's an okay shoe. I mean, I can't wait to get it in. But Landon, sure. what do we got next? <clears throat> All right, so Steph Curry signs UConn's Aziz Fudd as his first athlete to join the SC30 brand. So the former number one overall high school recruit and current UConn Husky has a partnership in place with the Golden State Warriors superstar Steph Curry. So thanks to a recent change in the NCAA's name, image, and likeness, the NIL rules, which I'm sure you guys have heard of, it actually allows college athletes the ability to profit off their name during their amateur years without foregoing college eligibility. So, you know, uh, SC 30s you know that's Steph's off the court kind of business it's not like a sports management company or anything like that it's just kind of like his off the court kind of business endeavors so it's not really entirely clear what this specific deal is going to look like it is said that like Curry kind of plans to work directly with her to kind of help her balance school basketball and just like her growing role as one of like the faces of women's basketball to come because you know her along with her teammate Paige Beckers which we've talked about a few times on here with like who signed deals with StockX and I think she just signed with Gatorade too yeah. so you're seeing these poor in their teammates their teammates on like obviously one of the best college uh, oh by far the best just like yeah ever just in the history of the yeah. world like they're just so dominant so I mean what are your thoughts on this deal with Steph Curry signing Aziz Fudd to this Aziz Fudd to this uh, SC30 brand his first that first athlete 
I don't know. It's kind of interesting because it's like, what, what's, what's the idea behind it? I mean, you sign, it's great. Like you have a representation with someone who's great in the NBA, but like, what, what are you getting out of it? Like, is it just aside I don't, from the things I told you, with right? The, the but like and the stuff like that, I that's what I'm saying. Is like, it the, the details? Is she getting are a, a little shoe? Funny. Like, is Curry is Curry becoming a a Jordan <clears throat> collab where Curry's collabing or like? curry it's the like curry shoe no but i'm saying like the curry shoe is gonna get you know pe's for these players is like that is that what kind of under armor is under armor involved in this or is it just kind of like merch or they have, they i don't have know to be, well actually i don't think they have to be involved because it's sc30 i feel like this is his private brand i should have looked into it a little bit more but it's not under armor no SC30. This no this is the sc30 incorporation right it's steph curry's off court right business. but what do they do you know what they do uh, that's what I'm saying. Do it's, they do like, like merch it just says for them or something? It's not like a sports management or anything okay. like that. And the thing is, like, I feel like the bulk of this isn't like you can only do so much in college, right? Because it's because at a certain point, like I know that what's his name, Mikey Williams, I think signed with Puma, and he's in high school or maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. just yep. college. seventeen, like, yeah. At the same time, you can sign them young and hope, right? You got all this money, throw it, throw it around a little bit, yeah. You just go fishing, sign them young for Puma especially, and then you still got to wait for them to get to the league like uh for like anything major to happen like you can't really advertise a college athlete all that well like especially for the WNBA no like, like I've never I've never heard of her on TV yeah and different stuff like like she was obviously really good she went to uh I know that it mentioned she went to his camps growing up so like he had been around her right uh kind of like knew what she was about on the radar goals right stuff like that they had a lot of like-minded stuff going on so she would go to his Under Armour camps so he he, he's a girl dad too so like he's right. very invested in women's basketball much like kobe not to the extent that kobe was but you know in the same type of realm so i think that's interesting but like i said you for wnba you can't go pro until you finish your junior year it's not one and done like the like men's really you gotta play your full that's why that's your only reason Paige beckers is in college oh okay she being the wnba for sure number one pick you gotta finish your junior year before you can go to the wnba and what and that's a is that a WNBA rule that's, or is that a, a NCAA? It's an NCAA women's college basketball rule as far as I'm concerned. Wow, that's so, weird. Yeah, so for men, one and done. For women, you got to go three years. So this hmm. like can't really take its full effect for a couple more years, but I just find it interesting, and I just don't really know what it's going to look like yet. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens you know, for the future. But yeah, I, have, I honestly have no idea what to expect, but that can be good and bad. But moving on, we have an exciting article for you guys now. So lawmakers have introduced a bill that could potentially ban bots ahead of the holiday season. So a handful of Democratic lawmakers are attempting to stop bots from ruining the holiday shopping season by introducing Stopping Grinch Bots Act. So this is a bill that clamps down on users of computer software or systems that bypass the security measures of websites. Now, the bill targets shoppers that are using bots that will that allows them to easily buy, uh, easily buy co uh, coveted uh, products online or in, in stores. So, in the proposal, uh, one of the lawmakers, Tonko, uh, specifically identified toys as the main target for these scalpers. But the bill also will prevent like use of bots on online sneaker retail stores. So, Landon, you know, what do you think? Do you think this is the end all be all? Do you think that this is actually gonna even pass? Like, or is this just kind of like, is I don't know. What are your thoughts about like this whole article in general? 
This is the most age-old sneaker question for years now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't wasn't bots like supposed to be totally eliminated four years ago? Well, like, totally just gone off the face of the earth. Oh, you guys are gonna see bots are so done. Has, like, hasn't that been the talk topic of conversation forever? Well, there has been legislation, and now there is a law that does ban botting for ticket sales. So you can't do that; it is illegal. <laughs> But it only is in the realm of ticket so it's a sales. Crime. Oh yeah, like I don't know if it's yeah, but you know it's a crime. It's a big it's a big boy crime too. So, um, but also, I, yeah, personally, I think, I think it's a it's a good introduction. Uh, I don't think it would really stop anything, even if it what if it became law, because you know people these these companies are well invested in you know they have hundreds of thousands of users or you know thousands of users running their bots and can't you like spoof it like isn't there always going to be different ways for you to like isn't that kind of what this is it's like sneaker brands trying to get the one up and then right it's always developers a it's getting always the next a cat and mouse game just, like, just, yeah. just kind of chasing your tail yeah. like oh we found a new way to block this type of bot right that's really cool i just created this new bot that gets around this. right Oh, we have, we stopped this bot. That's really cool. I just created a new bot that gets around yeah, this. Yeah, it's always it's a like, cat mouse It's game. one of those things. Yeah, that's what I, I'm saying. So. Yeah, personally, I, I don't think this is going to kill kill resale at all. Even if it somehow it did eliminate all these, you know, sneaker bots that are out there or retail bots, um, I still think resale is going to be there regardless. Um, no matter how much people will try to, to stop, the only way to really kill resale is if these manufacturers of either shoes or sneakers or toys only produce mass produce uh you know items that's the only way because if there's enough supply and enough demand you're going to find an equilibrium and then it's going to be an average price but until then because i think the one thing is like say this act passes right and say it enters the realm of becoming law activity right that changes the scope of everything like you know everyday person like oh yeah i'll buy for shoes because someone else is, I, i'm i'm sometimes i uh act under the mindset of if i don't do it someone else is gonna do it right as long as it's not something like bad like oh if i don't kill someone someone else, no it's not like that but you know if oh if i don't do this someone else is gonna buy it if i don't buy this someone else is gonna buy it and do this right so it kind of falls into that but whenever it turns into illegal activity then you got morals that come into play oh now, don't yeah don't get me wrong people are going to buy it if it becomes illegal a hundred percent yeah but some people probably won't. Some people are going to be like, yo, look, like this was a good run. This was great. I'm going to maybe sell my bot. I'm just going to stop botting. I don't, it's not worth them, you know, tapping it. I don't know what the crime would be. I'm imagining if it's illegal, it's serious enough to. Yeah. You probably either get fined or face some jail time. I don't know exactly. I don't know what the penalties are they're producing, but I, I personally don't think it's even going to become a law. I think it's such a niche kind of law. I feel like this kind of where, circulates every once in a while. Like, yeah. It's just like, yeah. hey, you know, bots are getting out of control. Nike needs to do something. Like, we're we're thinking about taking this act. Yeah. Like, oh, good. Thank you for thinking about doing something. And then you give it a few months, it dies down. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, nothing ever happened. Wow, you're right. We're going to look into doing this right, right. now. Okay, well, all right, good. At least they're looking into it. Then you well, kind of wait for the waves to kind of calm. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I definitely think like Nike and all these big retailers are like, oh, for sure. Like we're trying to allow like our true fans to get the shoes. I mean, we've kind of seen it. a little bit in the back of your right. head that it's like, I sell the, what happens after right. the shoes leave our site don't really matter. Right. Well, they're like, I, the shoes are going to sell out. Like, I mean, are we ever concerned about who we're selling the shoe to? Right. We're just like, like we made our anyone money. Anyone who wants this shoe, buy it. Right. I don't really care what kind of person you are. So just buy the shoe. There's 
you know, always that 1% chance I think that happens with these retailers where they're like, oh, we're going to put up some fences. But if you happen to jump over them and you get a, a couple pairs, ah, you know, we we still get your money. So, but no, I think it's, I personally don't think this is going to do anything to the resale market, even if it becomes a law. I think even if, you know, one person, because if, if the PS5 sell out and you happen to get one manually by yourself, no bots, and people still are going to pay $1,000 for it, you're still going to sell it for $1,000 if you want to make that extra money. I mean, that's not going to kill resale. I mean, it might kill how many you get, but I mean, personally, me and you, we've been able to get PS5s manually and it, you know, it's, it just happens. Like resale is just going to be there, but moving on, Landon, what we got next? All right, here we are. We're on our final article right here. So this is just an interesting one. I kind of tossed this one in there. So, you know, Nike basketball shoes keep blowing out for Mitchell Robinson. So Mitchell Robinson believes his injury problems this season are related to an assortment of failed Nikes, or at least one of them. He literally busted through in an attempt to kind of find comfort and stability for his feet. So after his uh, sneaker sole burst last month in Chicago, the 23 year old kind of changed his Nike signature lines. He's kind of been bouncing around from at least three of them. And then he's, you know, kind of picked up small injuries kind of along the way. So this kind of reminds me of uh, whenever, you know, uh, Zion was like blowing out of the PG two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that went that know, went crazy. That, that went so viral because Zion was just such a big name. That's what we always talked. Zion was like bigger than life in in uh, college. It made no sense, but I guess it makes sense because he's literally like an insane. He's talent, huge, but like, too. I think it's really ironic actually. Like uh, whenever I was looking at this, because uh, the PG five is actually the shoe that he blew through. So Zion blew through the PG 2.5 and Mitchell Robinson blew through the PG five whenever he uh, kind of like fractured his foot or did something like that. Oh, okay. So, so I don't know much about Mitchell Robinson. So what is he in the he's NBA? Like, he's just like a center for the New York Knicks. So oh, okay. yeah, I is he a big guy? That. So yeah, he's a big guy, like, like 280, you know, 610, but you got to think, like, oh, okay. that's something I always try and factor in is like, you know, is the shoe meant to withstand someone that big? Like, are we, you're making, making a shoe for Zion Williamson. Right. Like it's gotta be able to hold him in. Like Zion's maybe going to bust through some 2.5s, but like he said, he's actually like, he's kind of failed with like Kevin Durant, <laughs> Kyrie and Paul George's shoe lines. Like he's had issues with all of them kind of leading to like minor injuries and tweaks and stuff like yeah. that. So he said, he said, he's still trying to figure out, he said he might end up uh, trying to play in Timberlands. Because, That's what I was just laughing yeah, about. Reading that. So yeah, he was making jokes like, Oh, I might end up playing with Tim's. I think the, next shoe he said he's going to try out is the uh hyperdunk so i don't know i just found it interesting that you know what do you what do you think about just ways to eliminate that or do you look at this as more of an outlier like this guy's a huge player injuries freak injuries like that are going to happen well but it is kind of interesting to think about that you put that in there because like what does so all right so he let's is he signed to anything no okay so <laughs> i'm assuming like maybe his agent or whoever be, probably won't be either. right just a bit just a, a quality big guy in the league yeah 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 the, the, not gonna be a superstar it's the one percent right. that get shoes right so, so he's just a really quality big in guy in his league. perspective right he's not gonna get a player exclusive so they're not gonna folk like no shoe Focus no his. no brand is gonna come and go hey you're amazing like a lot of people are gonna watch your shoe unless he went towards anta like you know some people like but rondo and clay thompson maybe, have done that. you could probably do that i don't think it's super hard i to don't get know i well the thing with anta is i don't know how they cater to their players is it just like a money like hey we'll pay you a million bucks if you sell and we'll put your name on the shoe and you get a royalty if you sell the shoe Clay thompson's up there right he's with anta and he's like well on his line Right, like an actual shoe line. Right, All right. These other but ones I see like sporadic. But are they? Like, but how well integrated is Clay Thompson with Anta? That's what I know. Is Clay, are they just using his name, 
or is Clay Thompson involved actually in the, you know. Are you talking about like the peak Lou Will from uh, like Amazon? Like right. How much is like Lou Will like really right. this show? Right, right. Is it just, just like the peak Lou Williams? Right, exactly. I, did, so, I didn't know about that until we reviewed it. So the only thing I can think about, you know, Mitchell Robinson, like he's got a, a pretty big issue because if he keeps blowing through shoes and he causes injury, injuries, like what do you do? Like you can't just go to a sneaker manufacturer and be like, hey, make me a shoe. Like, do you get like custom made or, or I don't know, like if but nothing an, can hold them. I have an easy counter question to that though, because like there's dudes bigger than you. He's not the biggest of the big and they're playing okay. So it's like, <clears throat> part of me wonders if, if this is like, oh, I'm dealing with injuries right now and these shoes just aren't good. Oh. Enough. It's like, what about the seven footers? Right, they excuse What about the seven footers? Right. Like, what are they wearing? Maybe they're wearing different stuff. Like, Maybe if whenever you get up to that range, you need to wear more of like the less comfortable, more durable type options. Right. Like not the stuff with this much cushion, this much stuff that will just not, your foot's not going anywhere. Right. Maybe like the hybrid dunk line. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know much about it. I mean, I don't know how many solutions there are, but if he keeps blowing out and he's running out of options, it should be pretty interesting to see him running and uh, actually go in boots. There's no, way. <laughs> no one is going to put him on the floor if he walks out in Timberlands. There has to be. Bro, that means we'd have to do some uh, shoe reviews of the Tims. Can you imagine no. the traction on that? I doing cannot that? imagine the traction. I can't imagine the rolled ankles because your foot just won't give. Like, Because it's just so flat. That's the thing. Like the basketball shoes got to be curved a little bit. You got to be able to. That'd be hilarious. Oh gosh, you got to oh, be able to man. kind of work around with it. But that's actually going to uh, wrap up this episode for Laced Up. Thank you guys for taking some time to watch. But until next episode, peace.